You see, if I hit record and then just start talking, that constitutes that's, that's the start of the podcast. Okay, so technically we... this is an intro. Welcome to the as yet untitled East Midlands-based uh, arts-related podcast. That's well remembered. Thank I you. wouldn't have remembered. I don't that. know if it was in the right order. Um, and uh, I, my name is Jim. Um, hello, Jim. Hello, and uh, this is Aaron. Hi, everyone. I'm Aaron. Yeah. Um, we don't have much to say about ourselves that, that will interest you at the moment, so I guess we better get on with what really is interesting, <laughs> which is the arts uh, and related scene in Derbyshire and the East Midlands. Yeah, that's that's basically what this podcast is all about. So um, today's show is going to be a little bit different from how it should go in future. It, it, it's a sort of a meta show. It's more of an orientation. Yeah, per se. yeah we're, we're trying to introduce the concept of the show whilst doing the show. So we do have some content. <laughs> That we've we've tried to sort of put together, but we've lovingly handcrafted yeah, some, for you some premium content mm. for you, some artisan content right here. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is appropriate. But what we really want to to do is to, to test this out and to get uh, some really good suggestions and feedback from yourselves to mm-hmm. uh, give us an idea of what would really benefit you guys uh, from an arts-related podcast. So hopefully, uh, we'll get a bit of that. Yeah, um, basically this this came about because. Derbyshire, as I'm sure everyone's aware, is a, is a sort of hotbed of uh, of art activity. It was too much to handle, really, especially with with summer encroaching. There is there's there's so much to do and get yeah. involved we, with. We were just discussing before we started how mm. we either picked a really good time uh, or a really bad time to start. <laughs> a bit this, of both. Is, this is late May, uh, June through to September is absolutely peak time yeah. for all arts events. Pretty much every weekend you've got loads to choose from. So we're here to help steer that boat for you, keep on top of all of the events as they start coming up, talk to you about them. We want to get involved with organisers of the events. Perhaps we can do a bit of a uh, do a bit of an interview, get them to give us a bit of a background, a bit of uh, yeah. inside information for you Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. We're quite keen to get behind maybe smaller events as well that don't have the, the press punch. That's right, yeah. That, that the bigger ones do. But We're here for that. Try to give a, a good cross-section. Normally at this point, we'd be going through sort of important news. So that's news relating to uh, local arts and um, yeah. uh, also relating to ourselves and what we've been up to. Hot topics. Hot topics. Mm. Um, possibly picking one for, for discussion later. This section uh, as well will be sort of tying with correspondence. A lot of news will come from the listeners. Maybe they're involved with the project that they want us to know about. and Well, everyone to know yeah, about. Yeah, guys, absolutely. And uh, I think I'll just mention, we're going to be banging on about this quite a lot, but if you do have anything for us, any suggestions for events, uh, artists who you think would be really great interview subjects, uh, sort of uh, exhibitions, anything... Uh, please do get in touch with us on our Facebook. Yes. Which is uh, Toast is on Fire. So this yeah, is, just this search is, Toast is on Fire on yeah, Facebook. This, this is under the banner of Toast is on Fire. So. That's right. Yeah, the production company behind it is basically it's in association with Toast is on Fire. This podcast will probably get its own page eventually. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully, touch wood, knock on wood, all that. Um, touch for Micah. But yes, touch for Micah, please. Um, <laughs> Whatever um, it is, this IKEA table is made from. Touch the IKEA. So yeah, things are going to change over the next few weeks as this podcast really gets up and running and starts to take shape. But for now, the best way to get involved um, and get in touch with the show is through the production uh, Facebook page, which yeah. is I think it's facebook.com forward slash toast is on fire, or just search those words on Facebook. You'll find us yep. uh, quite easily. Yep, yep. 
Okay then, so I, I guess it's time for uh, the local arts calendar. That's right, yeah. So one of the big things we're going to be doing here is keeping on top of those upcoming events that you, you simply can't miss. Uh, obviously, we want to hear from you guys about your events, however big or small, really, because mm -hmm. we're talking about things that are arranged by uh, larger organisations, uh, local independent organisations, and even... It, individual artists who are putting on a show putting on an exhibition doing something anything that's coming up any sort of scale of event that is worth people knowing about um hopefully <laughs> absolutely and i think uh, the the selection we've got uh, through is a bit of a grab bag and it kind of gives you an idea of the of the sort of events we're looking for but it's really anything from art exhibitions to gigs to theater performance um and uh, both aaron and i are from a film background so we're really keen to uh, promote film as an art as well and, and sort of any kind of film yeah exhibition. yeah that's it i don't want to play favoritism but it but is best obviously <laughs> it is the best um yeah so let's just kick off we've got a few items for you here and obviously as some of these that are um coming up maybe in a month or so we'll get more detail on them uh, but let's get, get this started then so technically this podcast should come out hopefully touch for micah mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> this week so this weekend uh, we're looking forward to so that's the 27th to the 29th. Um, so well, that's I a Friday, I guess, I to the Sunday. That, uh, no, the 26th is a Friday. I believe that Aha. includes the Bank Holiday Monday. Bank Holiday Monday, very well placed then. twenty. So we're looking at Saturday, 27th of May to uh, Monday, Monday, Bank Holiday Monday, Monday the 29th. That's Banks, Banks Mill Open Studios. If you uh, live in Derby and you have not heard of Banks Mill, what it is is a facility that's run by the University of Derby and it's what a one of what they have called a business incubation unit. Mm. It sounds a little bit scientific and a little bit scary. <laughs> a little bit like they're doing some cloning to grow some business. Uh, but that's essentially what they do. I'm not they, I'm not suggesting they are cloning, but it's it is essentially what they yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. well, no, they're, they're they're not they're not cloning, they're creating new forms yes. of new and interesting and nurturing. original nurturing. Yes. Giving, so, giving, giving you an environment in which to thrive. So these, absolutely. it appeals really to people who are coming out of creative courses through the University of Derby. There's a lot of people who then come and want to get started, want to um, get started in a way that you're surrounded by a local community of artists. It's not that expensive when compared to some other options out there because yeah. it, there's a subsidy that, that, that is available, especially in the first few years. Yeah, so, so they give you um, a place to start, so sort of inexpensive studio space, plus a whole bunch of other benefits. I worked in Banksmill myself for a couple of years. As did I at some yeah, point we as well. We yeah, were yeah. both self-employed and we worked in there. Friends of ours still do. It's a great resource. But occasionally they have what they call the open studios. Mm. So um, this is basically when everyone throws open their doors to show a little bit of what they get up to. Whether they want to or not. To. <laughs> but it's a fantastic opportunity, really, isn't mm. it? On, on, on many fronts, you get to see some of the, um, some of the great artwork that is going on uh, in, in, in Derby. Uh, Derby City Centre, really, is quite a good location. Um, you also get to network with, uh, with the artists, and especially for other artists who are perhaps a little earlier on in their career, maybe considering getting some studio space, considering setting up shop, you know, actually starting to sell their wares rather than it being just a hobby. Um, so you get to actually go in and chat to them and find out what it's really like. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's a great opportunity for uh, artists, but it's also a fantastic thing for the public because 
you've literally got uh, so many services that these artists offer. You can go and you can do anything from asking for bespoke jewellery to getting a, a painting of your dog commissioned. Yeah. That is, uh, once again, that's Saturday the 27th to Monday the 29th. Banks Mill Open Studios. Yeah, pop along. Yeah. Where Where is it? Where can they find Banks Mill Open uh, Studios? I believe it's uh, Bridge Street in Derby. Yeah. Uh, if you search University of Derby Banks Mill. Yeah, I'll, and the, the, I think there's an event page on Facebook, Banks Mill Open Studios in any case. So yeah, yeah. Type that in and um, it, you, it's not too hard to find. So, yeah, pop along to Banks Mill Open Studios, but that's not the only thing going on this weekend. No, as we said, um, we're getting towards a very, very busy stretch of time now. So really, really cramming into your weekends. You've also got, during the same stretch of, uh, stretch of time, Derby Sketching Club. Uh, it's got an exhibition on. That can be found at the Craft Village in Markeaton Park. Yes, Markeaton Park. Lovely, uh, lovely area um, to just spend the day, really. Yeah. There's Markeaton Park. But they have the Craft Village, which is a load of independent businesses that all show their wares. There's a building nearby where the Derby Sketching Club will be showing all their own original art. If you want to see some lovely things, watercolour, mixed media, mm. life drawing, um, portraits drawing landscapes it's all there and you can just sort of really if you go to mark eaton park just for a day out yeah and you can just stand there and, and inhale the lovely art <laughs> uh, but you also get that it's interactive yeah kids because you can actually vote for your favorites and whoever uh i believe this is how it goes down you can vote for your favorite and you can vote for your second and whoever gets the most votes will get the trophy. In the That's, pretty exciting. That's pretty exciting. That sounds like something I want to get involved with. <laughs> well, and I, I, just checking the weather as well. The weather's supposed to be pretty good for this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's a nice walk-up, actually. If you start, perhaps if you start um, at Banks Mill Studios, you can walk up um, actually, yeah, towards um, Mark Eaton. It's only a good what, tw- 20 minutes or something. Yeah, absolutely. Have, uh, have a drink and a snack in the Orangery Cafe, Yeah, uh, which is a lovely place to be. So yeah, absolutely fantastic. And so that's that. What next? Well, we've also got. Let's look ahead now. So that's the that pretty much takes us to the end of May. Uh, and then when we get into June, we really do start getting quite busy. Uh, the book festival um, is on from the 9th to the 17th of June. This is the third year running for that festival now. Um, all sorts of events going mm-hmm. off. They've got people uh, coming to talk, writers and, 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 and poets who are featured. Uh, there's lo- plenty for the kids to do as well. Um, I believe, well, it would it be half term by that point? I don't um, know what the, the kids do. Yeah, I, I They don't know. school. Uh, hopefully, um, maybe you know, the parents will know whether it, it's half term, but... Yeah, so hopefully... I have no idea. Hopefully it is. But yeah, it's, it's a really great event. And the full programme of events will be available at www.darbybookfestival.co.uk. It's a nice, easy website to remember. Yeah, it's a nice thing to get involved So if well. you love literature, you love the written word, you love the spoken word, just go along. Uh, it's everything from people who just love reading to people who maybe want to do a bit of writing themselves. Yeah. I think it's a great it's a great way to discover new authors and discover new works of literature as well. Um, there's nothing quite like actually being able to um, speak with other pe- other people about it and meet the meet the authors as well. Yeah, so absolutely. Fantastic. So we'll probably go into a bit more detail about that. Maybe yeah, as that podcast. comes up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just so you know, that's on. Uh, shortly after that is starting another thing at yep. Mark Eaton Park at the Mark Eaton Craft Village. We were going to segue that. 
Uh-huh. But we kind of we kind of lost our segue. talked our way out of the segue yeah, there. But, a little uh, bit, Craft Village is not just a place where you can see awesome art from Bowie Sketching Club. Oh no! From the fourteenth of June through to the fifth of August, they have some fantastic theatre uh, events. So they've got four theatre productions and two films. Uh, that are going to be shown and screened within the craft village. So you basically the idea is you turn up, you book your ticket, mm. you turn up with a little camping chair, yeah, and you can see these fantastic open air productions in in the lovely summer weather. Uh, these are made uh, by, well, these are put on by Derby Live in association with Derby Parks. So you can find all the details at derbylive.co.uk. Uh, they also have what looks like an absolutely fantastic menu available. Mm. Uh, so you can you can bring along a picnic, or you can be uh, sort of a bit more uh, gourmet Ooh. and have a, have a platter of food. That's pretty special, food. that I mean, is. Push the boat out. Yeah, there. If, if yeah. this was a food podcast, I'd be all over that, but it's <laughs> not. But yeah, you can see everything from uh, modern uh, retellings of Romeo and Juliet, and uh, what was the other one? Macbeth by Odd Socks. Got a bit of literature. I'm cheating. I've got look actual physical material. You can hear the rustling. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got so yeah, Romeo and Juliet, Macbeth. Uh, there's a play called The Last Revolution as well. Yeah. And uh, um, a wild walk, the Golden Thief of Markeaton Park. That, that's a that is slightly different event. It's more of a kind of um, people follow around. Ah, of, right. It's okay. Like a a theatre trail. Nice. So sort of a guided a guided. Tour. So lots of interactivity there, yeah, really. And yeah. two films. One of which is Greece, I believe, because you can't have a screening in. In the open air, in is it still the word? Greece, uh, oh yeah, apparently it's been a long time. And, and also another word, word is Mamma Mia. So yeah, if you want to come along to Market Craft Village, uh, and lots um, of singing along there, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's going to be, be the theme. Yeah. So that that's really good fun. Yeah, hopefully the, he- the 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 weather will hold out for that as well. But if it doesn't, we're all we'll all get soaking together. So it sounds yeah. fantastic. Absolutely. So. Um, I think we, I believe we do have one more event. The seventeenth of June is a very, very exciting uh, event. Yeah. So coming up very soon, June the seventeenth sees what must be the fourth or fifth, something like that, a yeah. year now for uh, furthest from the sea festival. Um, and this, this, so this is essentially a a music festival that happens right in the city centre. You can walk through the streets of Derby, yeah. and you will be accosted by all sorts of wonderments yeah. and, and and acoustic paraphernalia. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's loads and loads of music, but there's also live sort of uh, theatre and art performances and all that, and it's completely free. Yeah. The whole ethos of Furthest from the Sea Festival is that it's a free festival for everybody to enjoy, and it's been a massive hit. Yeah. Again, full disclosure, uh, yeah. I, um, I don't know, I used to work uh, for and with Furthest from the Sea a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, we still have friends who work on the highlights videos for that to make, you know, just basically promote it. And they, they put on events, the Furthest from the Sea um, collective put on events all throughout the year, but this is like the, they do uh, work very, very this hard. This is the though, jewel yeah. in the crown, um, and it is a fantastic. That's day. really, it's really quite a celebration of the local talent. Really, e- everyone gets involved, um, and it is fun for all the family. Yeah, um, I know at the moment, uh, so Matt McGuinness, uh, 
who basically runs runs that festival, uh, is also looking for people to come and get involved, essentially, yeah, other absolutely. artists to come and get involved. So, so if you search Furthest from the Sea on Facebook, or, or, or search for him on Facebook, or even go to www.furthestfromthesea.co.uk, there should be details there of how you can get involved with yes. that. So if you have any kind of performance skill, if, particularly if you're, if you're a musician, or anything like that, you can uh, you can get involved, and they'll have shout outs and sort of call outs for other things as well. So now we have our next section of podcast, which we're going to talk about past events. Is that is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So I think the idea here is rather than sort of reviewing it and being judgy and say, "Well, this wasn't very good," yeah. we want to inspire that. A, I um, only got on this podcast because I wanted to be judgy. And <laughs> there is there is no room for judgy. Oh. There is o- there is only quiet reflection. Um, no, I think the idea here is that it allows us to do more of a um, sort of a, a wrap up for people who couldn't make it. We chat about it a little bit, and um, because usually these things are annual in any case, so yeah. you might want to learn a little bit about it if you're interested in going next time. Also, gives us the opportunity to have a chat with the organisers. Maybe they're a bit busy beforehand; they can have a talk yeah. with us about it afterwards. Yeah, so sometimes the sometimes the time and the money just isn't there. Sure. Uh, but yeah, if you want to if you want to know a little bit more, uh, or if you didn't even know things were going on um we can we can tell you that uh yeah it'll be time time again for next year so what this section really allows us to do is to explore things that have happened recently and we want to hear from you guys as well what have you been involved with recently what have you enjoyed taking part in or or watching uh let us know about that what something uh for instance i've been involved with recently as well um and it's it's, it's something we've done over the last few years really since it's since it's really started getting going would be the Five Lamps 24-hour film competition. So this is something that has been running for um, a few years now. I think it started around about 2011. I should know because I, I, I did interview the guys behind it quite recently. Um, mm. The 524 film competition is something run by Five Lamps Films, which is a local uh, filmmaking community as it were mm-hmm. um, we get together every other month uh, and show locally made films this is uh, people on film on the film course at university so anyone who just wants to pick up a camera and make a film get together with their mates um, and, and shoot something yeah, and it's a forum for doing that and the fantastic thing about it is because it's uh, it takes place at quad cinema you get to see a film on the big screen literally on the big screen very very exciting for any young filmmaker yeah i remember the first time i had a film up on the big screen it's quite nerve-wracking and quite uh, but very very exciting really to see uh, to see that happen um so every year now what they do is they do a 24-hour film competition so it starts at i think it's 10 a.m on on the saturday and then you've got 24 hours to hand hand the film in you basically get a little instruction of um, you, they, they give you an action and a line to use. The reason they do that is so that they can confirm that it, it, the film was actually shot in that 24-hour yeah, period. You can't, you do, can't do any cheating. You can't cheat on that. It's naughty. Uh, but it it is great fun. And the sense of achievement in being able to make a film in just 24 hours. It's, it's, a, it's a really huge challenge. And it's... Um, famously it burns people out but if you can do it it's amazing yeah it's one of those things you get to the end of it and you think why did i put why would i put myself through this um you get no yeah yeah really (laughs) it's it's a bit like going to the gym but you actually achieve something (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um 
Yeah, and, and then the next week they do the screening. And that actually now coincides with the end of uh, Derby Film Festival, mm. uh, which is which is now a, an, an annual event too. Um, so we won't talk about the film festival right now, but because it's its own separate thing. Yeah. But uh, the, the 24-hour film competition is, is re- I mean, because I know you were doing something very specific. Well, in previous years, I've, um, I've taken part um, a few times either on myself or with uh, with other uh, production groups. Uh, this year, what I decided to do was actually make a documentary on the 24-hour film uh, competition. So I went round various sets during the day, during their shoot windows, um, and just got a few interviews with with folks while they weren't shooting, um, and got got some got some shots of them doing the business. Had a chat with the organisers, Sam and Carl, as well at Derby Quad about well, various things. What does it take to uh, to succeed? How do you pick your winners? You know, and and why do people get involved with this? How, how many um, teams were involved this year? This year, um, we had I can't remember, but there was about nine or ten teams. I think this year it was it, it was a nice. I mean, I think, I think the previous year it was something like seventeen teams. Oh, it does goodness. fluctuate uh, uh, quite a bit year to year, but it's always a a really great experience to see um, see what people come out with. Really, um, you do get every year. Obviously, new uh, filmmakers come in to the competition because maybe they've just started university so they and they've heard about this maybe they've seen some films that were uh, that were screened in previous years and they want to get involved and then obviously people move on and move away from the area as well so you always get you, you do tend to get people who stick around and and, and you see uh, you see people progress and their skills develop year on year likewise you get new people coming in as well and see see what they have to offer so the idea with the documentary then is it sort of celebrates um, local Derby filmmaking and raises the profile of Five Lamps Films itself. Because I think it's quite, I mean, to me as a filmmaker, I feel like it's, a, it's quite an important thing to have. I, I love to, to ha- get more people involved with filmmaking. Because with the democratisation of filmmaking these days, you, everyone's got a camera in their pocket. I mean, I actually shot the documentary on my iPhone. So you don't need to have all the gear. You just have to need to have a solid idea and blood, sweat, and tears, yeah, uh, and, and and you, and you can just go for it. So that's always fascinating to see. Um, in terms of what we're doing with the documentary, so on the on the screening night, I uh, I turned <laughs> I turned in the film. The original idea was it was going to be a, a two to three minute thing. Essentially, that's another rule for um, yeah, the. For the films on um, on the night, they have to be two to three minutes, yeah, almost, no more than three minutes. Almost every twenty four hour film competition I've found gives that kind of strict limit. Yeah, or else it gets a bit ridiculous. In any case, um, I was gonna, go, I was going for the same. My total running length when I pared it down to the bare minimum mm-hmm. was uh, just about twenty minutes. Oh my goodness! But we we ended up showing the whole thing, um, and everyone stayed awake, and I got some genuinely positive feedback. So hey. I feel really good about that. Uh, the idea, though, is that there, there's still tons more footage to get from different teams. I wasn't able to get around everyone's team. It's quite an arduous task. But luckily, a lot of the teams um, sort of shot behind the scenes bits and pieces. Mm. We've got some photos. We've got some interviews. So I'm sort of collecting everything together. And I'm going to do a final version whereby I'll take some footage that was actually shot on the screening night itself as well. Because I want to include 
all the aspects here. Oh, yeah, the, Put the, it all the whole, together. The whole, the whole shebang. Yeah, excellent. And will this, will the finished article be available on Toasties on Fire? I should hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Via Toasties on Fire Facebook page. We'll uh, we'll pop that out shortly. I say shortly. Um, you know how long it takes to edit. Videos, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if you don't have a twenty-four hour. It's deadline. probably going to be a labour of love now, but I would say within the next month you should see something. But I should imagine it's going to be. We could, you know. It could be screened at uh, Five Lamps Films as well in quality. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because we're gonna get, we're gonna get back to our every other month schedule of Excellent. showing films. Oh, so, excellent. if you have a film that you've made, it doesn't even have to be recently. That's something you want to show. You want the experience of seeing it on the big screen. Never thought you'd be able to. Five Lamps Films uh, is the perfect uh, vehicle for such an experience as with everything else uh, we've talked about if you go on uh, if you go on facebook and just search five lamps films that should come up pretty swiftly okay excellent good news can i talk about a thing i would love you to talk I about a thing. To talk about a thing okay another recent thing which has uh, just passed was the derby comedy festival and uh, the reason i wanted to talk about this quite briefly it's a bit of a fledgling comedy festival in terms of you know, nationally because um, Derby is quite a small city even though we yeah, do have yeah. a lot of stuff going on but the comedy festival really had some some great highlights I mean there were some people who are sort of you know really quite uh, quite big news we had sort of people like Ruby Wax and Lee Hurst and maybe someone who is not people who are not so well known but have a really interesting and sort of what I would say the comedy geek Right, um, right. Vote like uh, okay. Tom Rigglesworth and Tony Law. Both they're quite, quite well known for doing quite sort of interesting. Right, right. Uh, comedy. We also have Cocaine the Clown. I don't know if you've heard of. Um, I have. My life hasn't been blessed with such knowledge. Well, but what is it? What is a Cocaine the Clown? Well, I, I think to describe the performance. <laughs> In words, we wouldn't do it justice. Would not would. do it justice. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get across is that there's a real variety, and there's a couple of events like one called Stand Up Me Duck, right? Which is all about sort of people coming along and maybe aren't professional stand ups, but to kind of give their you know five minutes of material, it's really good fun. Uh, and I was actually full disclosure. Full disclosure. We should have a full disclosure jingle made. That oh, that's a good idea. Maybe that could be the first collaboration um, with our with our listeners. Yeah. If you want to make us a full disclosure jingle, yeah, uh, be out, as outrageous as you like, because um, we will be. Yes, uh, we, we want to make sure that every time something comes up, because we know a lot of people who are in, involved in various things, so we want to make sure there's full disclosure. I think that's okay. But full disclosure, I was actually in a performance in Derby Comedy Festival, which is called How to Be a Better Supervillain, and it's uh, a training course for supervillains run by the very famous uh, character, Vincent Saxby, coach to supervillains, and it's basically just a, a little show where we uh, get people to do things like design their own layer and uh, you know think about what they might want to steal. It's, 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 it's a sort of done as a, uh, it's a, it's like an interactive workshop yeah, type experience, exactly, like a mock-up. Exactly. It's, it's the idea is this conceit of it is that it's a workshop for supervillains, and it's very much uh, the version we have at the moment, very much a family show. We might be doing it again, in which case I'll probably definitely talk about it on this podcast. But I just want to <laughs> let guys know that uh, Derby Comedy Festival is a thing. It's now sadly over for this year, but it will be coming up again next year. So do. Keep a lookout for it. 
Fantastic, yeah. And if you want to find out more, there's, pr- there's probably some sort of promo videos, but materials. Oh, definitely. Find yeah. out more about that. Um, you can again search for uh, Derby, Derby Comedy Fest- Festival. I think it is just Derby Comedy Festival. Yeah. So that's pretty much what we've got on recent events. If you think we've missed any important recent events, please do let us know. It's, it's quite likely we have, because as we said, there, there is there's so, so much, much going on and yeah. there's only so much we can make ourselves aware of. Um, and as, as Jim pointed out earlier, uh, a big part of this show is looking at the things that don't necessarily get the, the kind of marketing punch that perhaps they they shouldn't they should be enjoying uh, or they could be enjoying so uh, that's really down to you guys i want to hear your suggestions what are you involved with what are you trying to get off the ground if we can get that out out there to uh, to other artists similar similarly like-minded people mm. um in the sort of derbyshire region and beyond then yeah. anything's possible it's just one other marketing avenue for you really and we don't charge you know we're well, not yet, anyway. <laughs> Touch so for Mike. Yeah, but, you know, we're, we're not... Um, we haven't sorted out any kind of sponsorship deal. So right now... If you yeah, that's a good thing, point. Good we'll point. Just, we'll just tell you. We'll just... Yeah, we'll that's, just, it's um, probably worth... Share it. Probably worth pointing out that uh, this is very much an independently produced show. Yeah, this um, is not, does not have any other affiliation. That's right, yeah. But, I mean, that's not to say that in future we might not... We could end up... Uh, running shows running content in collaboration with any sort of local um arts producers or uh, local mm-hmm. institutions but obviously we'll be very very open yeah open about that very transparent about that. i think i think that's quite important really. yeah absolutely so but no right you know if you if you have something you want promoted just just let us know yes okay what is next oh this would be the part of the show where we would be doing exactly what we've been asking you to do is talking about your correspondence when yeah. you, you sent us stuff and lovely we... mails through the post yes. i'll be sitting by my letterbox yeah. eagerly awaiting snail mail yes so yes. you know if we will not read anything that was sent <laughs> from digital sources and absolutely know, reject all modernization yeah no no are it's waiting for telegrams <laughs> there are many modern marvelous ways to get in touch with us here at the show um you can find us on Facebook if you happen to happen to happen to know us or know people, uh, no, no, no people we know. Find us on Facebook. You can find us via Toast is on Fire on Facebook. As I said, eventually this podcast will probably get its own uh, branding. You yeah, know, that, that's always useful but, um, for promoting content. We're, we're also working on getting sort of uh, Twitter and possibly even a sort of like something like a blog up. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, right. That now, will emerge. But right now, the best way to get in touch with us is if you go to Facebook and just search "Toast is on Fire." So leave a comment, send a message. That's right. Yeah. Anything. So, but we don't have any correspondence because it's uh, podcast number one. Actually, um, we we did post something on Facebook Live just before we started. Yeah, so worth checking that just out. Just have a quick look to see if anybody's. Bit of a stuttery thing. start. We had some technical issues, but it did smooth itself out. That's yeah. fine. So, um, oh, but yeah, <laughs> if, if you look up. Uh, Toast on fire. You can see our faces if you want to watch that video. But has anyone commented on it so far? Lovely mugs. We've had a, we've had a couple of shares and a couple of likes, so it's uh, it's it's starting to do the rounds. But uh, what we're thinking is of is this is probably going to be a um, a common occurrence. We're looking at doing these podcasts initially 
what maybe once every couple of weeks. Mm. Um, we're definitely going to go for. Uh, did we, we said the seventh of June. Yeah, the seventh of June is going to be uh, well, our this, next one. We yeah, hope that we're, we're expecting that to drop the seventh of, of of June, so that'll be there. But what we'll do as well when we're recording it, just before we start recording it. Or maybe eventually, as we're recording it, we'll go live as well, just to get any last-minute um, bits of correspondence for the show. If you want to be featured on the show, if you've got something that we should know about that we should be discussing, uh, particularly something that is very, very um, relevant to the time, because obviously we've got a finite amount of time which we want to record and release these things. They'll be available online ad infinitum, you know, forever. Yeah. Um, but if it's something that is coming up this week and we wanted people to know about it this week, then obviously get in touch, let us know as soon as possible yeah. so that we can get all that information together and get it out there for people. Excellent. So, okay then. So that that's our, our sort of correspondence there. It seems like nobody has like commented yet on our, our post, so we'll just go right on with the next bit. Yeah. Which is... Which is... Issues. issues i've got issues you've got issues mm. we've all got issues we should talk about them yeah we should. so what what's really going on here is anything that affects you uh, personally or f- uh, affects your community anything that's going on that, that you want to have a little chat about there could be something I, I think maybe the way this might work is that something might come up in previous section correspondence yeah. something uh, maybe a common thread something that's been announced in the news that affects local uh, crafts people uh, local yeah. artists or something that's going on in our local community that we really want to get out there maybe um, talk about and try to understand wrap yeah. our little heads around yeah definitely I mean we're on the tone of this podcast is generally as Aaron said earlier it's very celebratory but if there are things that are happening out there that are maybe you know that are not so good and we want any to cause people. for concern yeah you know let's let's let, let's chew through it let's try and understand it and see what we can do about yeah. it so one of the the issues that did pop up recently that i was wanting to talk about maybe not go into huge depth about here because yeah. it is still let's an, just cue it it's up. an ongoing developing situation yeah is anybody who lives in Derby will know, well, hopefully will notice that on Green Lane, the bottom of Green Lane, uh, there is a mural, a very lovely mural of what Derby might look like uh, in 100, 200, 500 years' time. Mm-hmm. And full disclosure, full disclosure. Full disclosure jingle here, uh, that's where it goes. Yeah, yeah, full, yeah. Uh, again, once again, full <laughs> disclosure. This mural was actually designed by a friend of ours. Yeah. Uh, another Aaron. Yeah, other Aaron. Other Aaron. Other Aaron's are available. Uh, so a very, very brilliant artist uh, who designed the mural and painted it with uh, entirely off. You know, I can't. I think it had funding from several sources. So we should add in collaboration with yeah. numerous other people. Yeah. I'm sure he, he jumped straight to uh, explaining that it wasn't just him. But yeah, it was <laughs> lots, of, lots of people helped out. Lots of people helped. I mean, painting e- it. even I, I, I filled in a bit of black and a bit of orange. I didn't do anything I overly creative with that. it, but I, I put a little bit of paint on that wall. Yeah, very excellent. proud of that. Yeah. So yeah, and this is actually it is on one of the walls of what used to be an old Debenhams department store, but yeah. it's not been for many many years because it's relocated. And it is now going to be part of a regeneration scheme, or rather the area is going to be part of the Beckettsdale regeneration scheme mm. proposed by the council. Now, we're all, we're all in for favour of regeneration. regeneration absolutely. absolutely. But there is some uh, question as to whether the mural will be preserved. There is a bit of a concern there. And we have not heard yay or nay 
from the council. Now, this is oddly enough, even though the art is in public, mm. it is not technically a piece of public art. Right. It doesn't, the council does not own the mural in the way that it owns other pieces of art around Derby. Interesting. Okay. So we're we're interested as to how that goes down. I mean, I, I think it would be crazy to lose it because it's only a very recent addition to yeah. the art landscape. I mean, it was put together over the... Co- I mean, it took over a year to put this whole thing mm. together because, don't get me wrong, th- th- this is something that happened in people's spare time. People, whenever they could find the time to it's do it, they, they would love. come along. It was a complete labour of love by, by, by so many local artists. It was a, it was a fantastic yes. project and it's quite worrying and quite sad to think that there is a chance that we could lose this. Uh, if you want to, if you haven't seen seen it and want to take a look at what it looks like, uh, obviously go and go and see it while you can. If it, you know, if it, if it, if there is a risk of it going, but what we'll do is I'll post a photo. I've got a good photo that took of it. Excellent. Post a photo on Facebook on our uh, on our Toasters on Fire page. Uh, but by all means, get down and have a look at. It. There's nothing quite like having a look at it in 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 the flesh. Yeah. And if you want to know more about what's going on with that, I believe it has its own Facebook group, which is called Save the Green Lane Mural. Um, if if I've got that wrong, don't worry. We'll sort of we'll see. Chastise him. Yes, yeah, so Pope. Yes, <laughs> chastise me. Um, and we will post a, a link to that. Um, but yeah, this it actually, interestingly enough, got me thinking about public art. So this isn't a piece. Technically, it is not a piece of public art, right. even though it is in the public arena. But if you would like to know more about the public art of Derby, which is actually public art, mm. there is a separate website entirely for it, which is www.derbypublicart.com. Yeah. Which lists really a very surprising number yeah, I was quite of, surprised, of art actually. pieces. It's starting to get quite a few. Yeah, so so if you want to see what might be just around the corner, what you, you might be able to see in Derby, if you appreciate the arts, then, then go on dar- derbypublicart.com. And there are also some really very nice photographs of the art. Um, and oddly enough, uh, did you know that I was part of a piece of public art? You were part of a piece uh, of I, public I, I art. Am, my face is is uh, a part of a piece of public art. I kind of want to go and hunt around Derby and find your face. Uh, well, I might talk about that uh, <laughs> at another occasion, but I think it's prob- probably best uh, best not muddy the waters. That's life now. goals, that is. Getting your face to yeah. be a part of public art. Yeah. Can I get my face to be a part of public well, art? We will see. We will see. Time will tell. Yeah. Okay, then. So, I think that that's pretty much what I wanted to say on that. And this brings us to... Um, Pretty much our last segment of the show, if we look at it in terms of segments, um, this is our I interview. always look at things in terms, in terms of, of segments, segments like particularly oranges, oranges yeah. yes. To, and chocolate oranges, uh, um, essentially. Um, <laughs> but in terms, of, in terms of content for the show, segments for the show, uh, I, can, I can only think of oranges now. Yeah. But the, the, the last piece of an orange for the show is, uh, is our little interview. Uh, that we'll do uh, with our very, very special guest. Now, that might be live on the show, but obviously it's a podcast, it's not fully, fully alive. Um, but we, we will venture out into the wide world of Derbyshire, armed with audio recording equipment, and have a quick chat with, uh, with you guys. So it could, could literally be anyone from any arts background. We'll sort of interview artists, promoters, organisers, um, you know, anyone, musicians, um, theatre producers... Anyone who's interested in being interviewed and we are interested in will get an opportunity. Um, it's in fact, it's it's almost um, 
it's difficult just picking one per week, really, because there's so so many to choose from. That's right. If you've got a story to tell and you want to come on the show and tell us all about it, uh, we'll be interested to to hear from you. Probably twin it up with events, really. Um, to be fair, I think it would be nice to chat to. Um, people who are responsible for organisations which do so much great work locally yep, yep. With, uh, with artists putting events on um, but also you know to, to individual artists coming up who are just releasing their first bit of work or have, ju- or have got something they want to share with everyone mm-hmm. um, you yeah, know you can get really fantastic interviews out of out of those kind of situations so that would be really great to be able to share that with people absolutely we're, we're not we're not snobs about this speak for yourself Jim yeah. I will judge anyone <laughs> you told me earlier not to be judgy this is hypocrisy <laughs> of the highest order no 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 it's like the yin and the yang you get to not be judgy so that this, i can this be judgy is so unfair. i know but yes your time will come yeah no but because we're likely to have lots of lots of people um if you want to get involved just um get in there nice and quickly is my, yeah my advice. do let us know uh, if if it is very time sensitive if it's so obviously we'll, we'll probably prioritize that uh but if it's not so much then we we may get to you in due course um, so that pretty much wraps it up really yeah, for our show. Um, as I said, the next show will be Touch for Micah. Touch for Micah. Uh, the 7th of June. So we're recording just before that. Uh, we'll give ourselves an extra day just in case you know, to get that edit together because yeah, it's yeah. probably going to still gonna be a little bit rough around the edges to start, but we'll yeah. see see where we take um, that and how that goes. That podcast will contain all sorts of exciting things and maybe some more in-depth stuff about the upcoming events that we discussed in this podcast. That's right, um, yeah. We'll be looking at... Uh, also, it will be now after things like uh, the Banks Mill Open Studio, so we can talk a little yeah, bit about that. One thing I want, because I'm going to be going along to that, and I will have a chat. I will bring my audio recording Excellent. equipment with me and have good, a chat good. with some of the artists there. So we'll be hearing in the next show from some of our local artists about uh, about the work that they do. Brilliant. Okay, and if you need to uh, keep up to date with any of us, once again, check the Facebook. Check the Toast is on Fire Facebook. Um, we will be looking into getting a Twitter at some point very soon and possibly giving this podcast its own page. But yeah, do do get in touch uh, anytime you can. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Obviously, the whole ethos of this show really is about you guys. It's about the local artist community. And the way in which we're going to be really successful with this is the more listeners we get, the better, really. Absolutely, so yeah. share this with um, with people you've collaborated with. Share this with um, people you work with, other local artists who you might know. Um, the the more people who get to hear about the wonderful, fantastic things that go on in and around the local art scene, the better, really. Yeah. So uh, please do feel free to use the uh, sharing mechanisms at your disposal. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Whatever mechanism you have. Use your mechanisms, people. Use yeah. the mechanisms. But that pretty much wraps it up from me. So thank you very much for listening, and we're going to catch you next time. Yep, catch you next time, guys. Bye.